Welcome to the Glasgow Short Film Festival 2021 podcast. I'm Sana Yahul, the festival's co-director, and on behalf of our entire team, thank you for listening. Named in honour of one of Scotland's greatest filmmakers, the Bill Douglas Award for International Short Film was inaugurated at GSFF in 2012 by Bill's lifelong friend and collaborator, Peter Jewell. Each year, a jury of filmmakers and film curators chooses a film from our international selection that best reflects the qualities found in the work of Bill Douglas. Honesty, formal innovation, and the supremacy of image and sound in cinematic storytelling. To celebrate the award's 10th anniversary this year, we checked in with all previous winners. In this episode, we present a conversation between Chinese filmmaker Zhu Rikun, who won the 2014 Bill Douglas Award with his film The Questioning, and one of that year's jury members, Sarah Adam, a German curator and programmer and member of the Hamburg screening collective A Wall is a Screen. In The Questioning, the filmmaker documents his own experience of an encounter with the police while visiting his human rights activist friends in China. He turned on his camera when the police knocked on the door of his hotel room. You can watch The Questioning on our screening platform during the entire festival week, along with all other previous Bill Douglas Award winners. And now, enjoy the episode, and hopefully see you online at GSFF 21. Is it is it correct that the questioning is is your first film you did, or was it just the first film that was shown outside China? Uh, it, yeah, it, it it is the first film I finished and also show in film festival. Yeah, but it's not the first time I studied filmmaking. At that time, I studied another production or a documentary later called uh, the Dossier. Okay, yeah, yeah, because that came out. The dossier came out already a year later, and also in the questioning, you can um, really see that you are already in this activist and politically engaged environment. So, yeah, coming to this film in particular now is, um, I think it's it's very interesting form also because it's a documentation sort of because it is um yeah we are witnessing sort of an incident from 2012 in Xingyu and there were approximately uh, six to seven police officers visiting or actually intruding in in your lodging there you were uh, traveling there and they were questioning and harassing you and um your colleague with whom you traveled for about 20 minutes, which is what we see in this entire film. Um, and we all witnessed this via a camera you placed uh, behind the shelf, uh, on a shelf behind you. Uh, and we see how, how you're enduring this process and discussing with the police. And um, for me, it's, it's really, I watched it, of course, again now several times and it's such an intense film and uh, what is surprisingly at the same time because it is a 
single-tech film or one-shot mainly. Um, but um, still, there is this very interesting mise-en-scene, I would call it actually, for by the police, for example, who how, how they place themselves into the room. Um, it's already a little bit of feeling of a sort of theater play or company. How one person comes in the foreground is questioning you. Another one is making a phone call. Another one is starting inspecting your luggage. It's sort of a choreography they have. Um, and maybe also a ritual. And I was I was really wondering also because you are interacting with it, um, how... How did you feel in that situation? How did you interact with this choreography? Were you uh, always thinking, I'm filming this and, oh, it is so great, like they're behaving now? Or did you really feel threatened because they, they are, of course, threatening you and starting a very annoying discussion and not leaving the room, invading your privacy? After watching this film, uh, some audience uh, asked me before whether I I was really aware of the situation at the time. Also, some people doubt me that whether I, I was just acting for the film. I was really a little bit scary at the first because there are so a lot of uh, place be de- being there and they really uh, there are also some kind of signal before that that uh, I will be I will be arrested or they will do something scary to me. So it's not so interesting for me. But I have prepared it to be. I I just saw that maybe they will they will take me to their PlayStation and they will I don't know what will happen. But uh, it's just a a little bit scary at first and. But when they turn out that this place, uh, also with some other secret place, I guess they were in my hotel room. I forget my my feeling at that time, and then I just act I as what I should. I mean, and then I became a little. I was angry at that time because I seen they are disturbing during the midnight and I am I was not happy about what they are their way they are treating me. So luckily uh they didn't do much more violence then and it see I'm I was okay after the long conversation with Grace so it turned out an uh, interesting. Yeah, it's um, it's a very intense uh, film also because of this uh, claustrophobic feeling you get as as an audience, um, and maybe now, um, yeah, getting away from from the situation itself to 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 your artistic process and um, the the montage of the film because it also is so cleverly done with um, starting with this black image and you see nothing and then you hear this like like really like you it must have probably felt to you like um, suddenly there's the the word police and um, you're immediately drawn into the situation and then we as an audience see this long shot and witness together with you how the police is is threatening and questioning you and um, it is is really hard to 
to endure this also because it's going back and forth and back and forth and they're not letting go and always asking the same question. And um, later on uh, with the end credits, it's, uh, we can also see where, where it was localized. We see the outside and get an impression about uh, the area or the location where it all happened and see a little bit wider context, which is additionally widened by the text in the end of the film where we realized that this is in a, I mean, this this is just a small, or not a small, but one incident in, in a bigger context of you documenting the work of activists and that you have been followed by the police already during the whole day. So um, I think that that makes it a very interesting work of art as well in the sense of uh, political art you, you know uh, like uh, what happened there is in uh, a small city in in china where i was there is like in an isolated situation you know uh, it's not like then a film come out is it that you have some kind of connection with the outside world at that time uh, when you go to a rural city or a city far away from Beijing, Shanghai, uh, this kind of uh, metropolitan area. It's like that. You, you, you even didn't know where you were, and and you just some when suddenly during a midnight and you in a strange place, and many places appear, and that she you in a very strange way. It scared me. I had the footage. I I didn't want to watch it for a while. It. I don't know of some why, and then I see maybe I had to see again. So that's I how I study, look at the footage. I think okay, it, it's interesting. Now I I finally I I can face it. Yeah, I mean it's it's also you can sense that the, the intention probably was to to document the situation if something worse might happen, if they might take your way or arrest you. Um, and uh, it's, uh, how, how was it rewatching that? I mean, you, you were so brave and always uh, like um, not giving in when they questioned you and questioned you again. And it's also a little bit, um, the police seems so dangerous, but as well ridiculous at the same time, I had the feeling because they they were behaving so erratic and I was wondering not being uh, very familiar with um, the, the context in China and I think also a lot of we audience in, in, in Europe, non-Chinese people might not get all the content because also after re-watching it again, because it was mostly about your passport and your nationality and they wanted to know what is written in the document anyway and not, not giving in. And I was wondering, watching it the second time, if they maybe, do you think they were doubting that the password was correct or original? Did, did they maybe think it was a false document? Or do you know what their intentions were? Because... For us as an audience, we just know they threatened and they surveilled you and they intimidated you. And that was, of course, the purpose. But was there a bigger purpose behind that? For me, I didn't have any clear expectation of this place. I think maybe they didn't either. This place present in my room, they, they didn't know what they are doing, I think. 
they just get an uh, order from their uh, Apple Redwood official. They ask them to just tap me or something. But uh, I can see also from from the image that there are like, different kind of placement. I think some in play is there are another kind of place. Maybe they have some kind of purpose. They wanted to know what I was doing there. They have some kind of uh, purpose. But for some or the others, yeah, they are just like acting for for their orders. As they say, maybe they they saw they are doing some kind of routine check. So I guess it that's why it all this activity see a bit little bit observed and it's not a normal activities. They were also lost. They are wondering what they are doing in a room. You see, there's no danger, dangerous thing happening there, but they are still in this hotel in the midnight. So I think that that's quite really weird. Yeah, and it's becoming such a power play also because they want to, to show their power. And um, you, you are always answering and showing your documents and you see that they have maybe the need to do more or it, it, it really feels feels absurd. And this also, I mean, yeah, brings me to the, the, the overall themes of a lot of your um, other works, which we maybe could also quickly talk about because you're doing, I mean, a lot of themes um, you are addressing is the oppression and the surveillance and the intimidation um, of activists and their lives um, and how they live with these oppressions and confrontations of the authorities. So these are activists, environmental activists, political activists. And your practice is, is often that you try to expose the methods of the authorities. Um, can you maybe a little bit elaborate on, on that practice in also in your other films, uh, for example, in, in, um, Welcome, where you were revisiting workers uh, you interviewed during your film Dust, where it was about uh, pollution and yeah, and then you couldn't. The, the also there, the authorities for, forbade you to film them, and then you found another way to to make your documentary, and this is, I think, a, a very clever artistic method you're applying in your in your documentaries or work. Yeah, uh, you see, um, some part of my, uh, documentary films are, right, some kind of, uh, challenge to the, uh, authority. Uh, yeah, I mean, it turned out the results like that. Uh, also sometimes I seen I didn't, uh, had, uh, intention to do that. It just turned out as a result. I don't know why, but uh, yeah, as like uh, my some other film like Welcome, at first I I just wanted to make a documentary about the workers who is suffering from bad land and they want to see justice. When I was in filming and then the government, they will appear in some way there will come a, like a conflict between them and me and my ca camera. So it turned out to be then something new happened. It become a, a challenge to the authority or maybe for them is they are doing their job. They want to uh, 
question me about my activity and they want to know what I am doing at that time and then it happened quite a, a lot like every time I when I was filming uh, this kind of thing will happen so it it led my my filmmaking to another way i had to deal with the situation it's not in my schedule i had to follow it so i just follow this kind of activity and then i actually i can make another film it's quite strange sometimes i mean i i just feel it quite interesting for a filmmaking in, in china is in this way it, it's always something surprise surprise me and then it will maybe it also made my film a little bit interesting yeah very interesting indeed um also because yeah, yeah the, the, the films themselves have to are dealing with censorship or at least uh, of course welcome and but also the other films ani And um, at the same time, you have to way, find find your way around censorship, and that is also another question: how how is the situation today? Have you, were you able to to screen most of your films in China? I mean, there were big success on international film festivals and traveling the world and winning awards. Were they seen in in China, um, and how have they been received there? For my filmmaking, also for a uh, film screen or film festival in China, it's always facing the problems of censorship. Not only filmmaking, but also uh, film festival as well. So uh, it's quite a challenge to anything in like that in China. Uh, for my films, I didn't have many opportunities so my film in China. So I have a uh, post some of my documentaries online for free for Chinese audience, but I like I can hardly have any uh, experience in facing the general audience, so I cannot tell uh, what the feedback it is. Yeah, probably some people like it or some don't. Sometimes it's quite normal for Chinese people, this kind of experience, I mean. About the situation in China, it's always like that, or I can say it, it is becoming worse and worse this year, politically and economically, and also everything. So it's like that the country is become more and more under control by the Communist Party, uh, and people have less and less freedom. It's now like these days, the NGO, the public activities, the film festival are all cracked down, silence. And yeah, it, it's quite sad situation in China. Hmm. I'm still also curious. Do you still remember how it was in, in 2014 with the film, The Questioning, like running on so many festivals, being awarded with so many prizes? How, how, how was that? Yeah, at that time, most of my time, I was in uh, traveling in other filmmaking in in China. So I I was very happy that uh, a film like that can be selected for many film festivals. Yeah, to my surprise, I I didn't have such kind, such kind of expectation for that. But actually, uh, many film festivals has have chose it. It also 
uh, encouraged to me because okay, I seen there are some few festival, some festival program or audience will like to uh, see such a film. So it is so interesting. It is so amazing. So it's quite important for me too. I I think. Thank you for listening to this episode. Before we finish, a few shoutouts. Glasgow Short Film Festival is made possible thanks to the generous support of Screen Scotland and Film Hub Scotland. This podcast was produced for us by Helena Rifai, with music by Lewis Den Hertog. We'd love to hear your responses to this episode and our festival programme, so get in touch. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Glasgow Short. Enjoy the festival! Thank you.